Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to Podcast Land. It's time for your favorite podcast in this entire world. It's time for my favorite podcast, Eric's favorite podcast. Danny probably likes other shows. Thanks, Danny. Thank you, Danny. But it's time for Third Shift. It's episode 84. I'm your host, Matt. You've heard who is here with me. It's Eric. Eric, what happened this week? How was it? Oh, yeah. You know me. Life wouldn't be grand without a project, Matt. So this weekend, the wife says, hey... Hey, are you comfortable? I said, yeah, I'm comfortable. She says, okay. Hmm. You know what we need to do? Replace that back patio door. And I said, oh, my God. I've never done this before. So she brings over dad. We pound outdoors. We chisel off, you know, trim. We do all the woodworking. We do all the things, pop and shimmy out, clean it all up. I go buy cement. I go buy all sorts of things. I put it back together. We push this sucker in. He goes in and starts nailing. Amanda's nailing. Everybody's nailing. We're pounding stuff on our table, you know, our actual dinner table. We mm. pound giant gouges into it and screw it all up. We don't care. Why would you do that? Because we don't care, Matt. We don't care. We don't have anything else. Until some Sunday when she goes, Hey, Eric, are you just like chilling under your blankie, having a good time? Yeah, babe, I am. Go out and pick up a kitchen table and put it all together again. Oh, That's okay. right. That's right. Well, you know, it was a funny, funny story you mentioned that because... The doors themselves, the day before, we went out, and she's like, well, let's go pick those suckers up. And I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe it'll work. Cool, all right, let's do it. And Brian's like, you know, which is her father, oh, yeah, you should be fine. So we drive there in my truck, and we get there. <laughs> and they're like, no, you're not hauling these out in that truck, man. Like, these are huge patio doors, already fully fabricated, built. There's nothing on them. It's literally just the doors. There's no inserts, no cushioning, no nothing. You, you put these sideways, screw with this, you're screwed. It, it def- breaks everything, screws everything up. You got to go. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, crap. So I drive back home, 30-minute drive back home. Boop, boop, get home. I need a trailer. Brian goes, all right, I'll get a trailer. Boom, we load this trailer up. Takes forever. He's got to do some reworking, rewiring on this trailer to make the lights work. Of course, you know, nothing's ever easy. All right, Matt, you should know this by now. Life is never easy. So we get this sucker rewired. You should know already. <laughs> How many times, even at 227, was it like, Brian just says, oh, you just go pick it up. It's real easy. Come on, go to Home Depot with me, Matt. Okay, where is this thing he wanted us to get? Why are there 18 different styles of thing? Uh, let's get this one. Wrong one, guys. Oh, get the go one back. that says fast. There's six fast ones. Oh, God. Which one? Just buy them all. I'm done. Buy them uh, all. That, that was one, it, two, too. Three, four, I remember five. a couple yep. of those. Oh, that's exactly Every single doorknob in history. Here we go. We're just yep. buying them all. I'll bring one. I'll bring them all back tomorrow. I don't even care. <laughs> so we get the trailer finally rigged out. We drive out like bats out of hell. Get back to the Lowe's. Now, mind you, I didn't. I didn't really know when this place closes, opens. I don't know. I don't care. I don't pay attention. <laughs> it's like seven fifty-eight when we got there. We pulled in. We start walking in. We see this lady coming up to the doors, and uh. I'm like, "What are you doing? No, 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 no!" I pushed them doors wide open. <laughs> She's like, can I help you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I need that patio door you got sitting right there. That's my door. Oh, we're right here. We're about to close up. I'm like, well, you can close up right after you haul that door out here so I can load it into the truck. <laughs> so, like, we made it in the nick of time to get that stinking door. 
Awesome. So it was fun. That's what that's what I did this weekend. Oh, and then besides that, burned a ton of wood. We got all that stupid shrubbery from the tree that knocked over earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Burning that. That was actually fun once I got the fire started. Because if you don't know, it's still cold here in Michigan and miserable. And the winds were whipping around out in the cornfields. So it was miserable and cold. Then I got the fire started and it was great. And then I sat there for like an hour and a half just burning wood. You know, you always have a good time burning wood. Nothing's wrong right. with that. Did that, and that's about it for the weekend. I did play some video games, got some Monster Hunter in, got a little bit of Fortnite in, got a little bit of Sea of Thieves in, and maybe some other stuff in there, I'm not sure, but that's about it. Nice. What about you? Well, sit back, because it's story time from Uncle Matt. Oh, man, get yourself a little oh, blanket God. cover up. Oh, man, what happened? Oh, first thing, it was uh, Saturday, last weekend, this weekend, this past weekend, whatever you want to say. Danny was like, hey, you want to go get some sushi? And I went, yeah, I want to go get some sushi. Where, you picked the place. And she went, okay, let's go to that poke lab in uh, freaking East Lansing. And that was awesome, because you can build your own poke bowl with, like, any kind of ingredients you possibly want. I mean, it took a long time because they were slow opening up and they were kind of slow putting it together. But once you had your finished poke bowl, it was fantastic. Fresh, delicious tuna and freaking all the noodles and all the spices and all the stuff you can put on top of it. That was amazing. That was great. Went home from that and sat on the couch here and I went, oh, man, you know, I want to watch a movie or something. Let me find out what's what's on my watch list. Oh, I watched a ghost story on Amazon Prime. That movie was phenomenal. Love that movie. I don't know if I don't think you would like that movie. I don't think a lot of people would like that movie, but it's just like quiet and still, and it's just like gripping. I could not take my eyes away from this movie, and it's just oh man, it was just so good. Like the whole beginning to the end, just phenomenal. Loved it 100%. Then I got up from that, and 30 minutes later, went and saw Black Panther at the two dollar theater at Grand Ledge. That was pretty good. It was all right. I guess it didn't help that I just watched a ghost story beforehand, which was, like I said, phenomenal and great. And then I went and saw like a CGI twirl around madness marathon. And I went, uh, it was okay. I liked the parts that didn't have CG in them. But I'll agree with most people that I thought Michael B. Jordan's character was the best thing about that movie because he was the only actor in that whole thing that had like screen presence and charisma. When he was on the screen, you didn't look at anybody but him. And I just wanted more of that character. They just turned it into a CGI mess and had a big CGI fight scene. And blech, blech, blech. But then, after that, very next day, I went and saw Double Wide, the new play at the Williamston Theater. Absolutely fantastic. Really good. Really good family drama type thing. Act 1 was really good, but then there were scenes in Act 2 that were just outstanding. Just powerful scenes between two people the the lead actor in that play is really good like he he plays both ends of the spectrum like he does funny and he does serious and he does them both really really well so that was a blast and then last thing on my list oh no there's two things left on my list sunday night was new japan's strong style evolved event in long beach california that was also phenomenal it's been a while since i've been watching any new japan so seeing it again sinking my teeth into it Probably the best tag team main event I've ever seen. Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. Insane action the whole way through. Really emotional storytelling by both teams. And the worst commentary I've ever heard, Jim Ross and Josh Barnett need to never call wrestling ever again. I don't know, Access TV, just fire them, I'm sorry. They're awful. 
Jim Ross is just bored the whole time and has no interest in anything. And he can't pronounce anybody's names. So that's horrible. But the match itself was great. And then the very last thing, I have a great story from today. So I was driving into work, freaking 5.30 in the morning, driving into work. I turn down the last road, down, down the road to work, and I hear my car going, blip, 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 like as the wheels are turning. I'm like, oh, flat tire, that sucks. Pull in the parking lot, tires are fine. Well, that's weird. I should probably just take it over to Shaheen because it's some kind of weird thing. Drive it over there. Coworker comes and gets me, pulls me back. I get a call back later in the morning. They, hey, uh, you know, we were driving around. You know, we could hear it a little bit, but not that much. We couldn't really find anything wrong with it. It might be this. Or you could maybe have this done. And I went, okay. And then he went, well, and then I took it out for another test drive. And uh, a guy pulled out in front of me and I hit him. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, and goes, well, you, you got insurance on that car? Yeah, I do. But, uh, well, you know, I, we, we got to talk to my manager and we got to see. You You probably want a quote on the bot from the body shop on that, huh? I'm like, hey, you better get me something. Okay, well, come on over after work and we'll, we'll, we'll see what's going on. So I'm like, whole day, I'm just, I just want to choke and punch every single person that I see. I get over there. He's like, oh, come on, take a look at it. I mean, it's not really that bad. Come around to the front of the car. It's just like a scrape on the bumper and like this little plastic grill has got like a little crack in it. I'm like, oh, that's like nothing. It's like, yeah, I thought you probably figured it was worse than that. But like the whole time he's telling me that I hit this guy and, you know, you got some damage on your bumper, but it's not that bad. His car's all messed up, though. I was like, I was expecting, oh, damage on your bumper to be like, mm-hmm. freaking like Jaws of Life situation. Nice big visible crap, yeah. Mm. But it's just like some scrapes. It looks like you hit maybe like a dumpster or the side of a garage or something. Just clip. I'm like, oh. He goes, well, his was really messed up. He couldn't open his doors or anything. I was like, ah, good. Sucker. So for an extra day, I'm driving around in a nice 2018 Chevy Cruze while they figure out whatever the hell. But... It is nice that it's just just a scrape and like a little crack and not like, mm-hmm. you know. So even if they're like, oh, we're not going to do anything. and you you got to pay for all the whatever. And I'll just be like, eh, it looks fine. You know, that's a whole subject for another day, you know, because it's funny because <laughs> you drive in with your car, which is the old school. Um, uh, the old Cobalt. The old Cobalt. And the crews, of course, replaced that a long time ago. Uh-huh. And what do they do? They give you a 2018 Cobalt. I go in with my, my Dodge Dakota, mm-hmm. and what do they do? They give me a 2018 Dodge Charger with all the fixings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> I just like how they're like, well, what, what do you think he's going to like? Well, he drives a Cobalt. He probably just wants a nice, you know, moderate vehicle, no big deal, just, you know, mm-hmm. something to get around in, nice looking. Okay, let's go. And I go in, they're like, oh, you know, I just... Give him that souped-up V8 Dodge Charger. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I did like it because I saw her put the the rental lady putting the folders together. I'm like, 2018 Chevy Cruze. I know what these guys are thinking. Oh, he's got some busted-up thing. Give him, like, the new hotness right off the lot. He's going to want to get that instead. Mm-hmm. And I got in, and, like, the seats are all nice. It feels, like, as good as my computer chair here. And it's got, like, this blacked-out interior and freaking... It actually has a display and dials and knobs and things. All the cool I'm, things. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. But then I'm like touching the wheel and I'm like, oh, it's all plasticky. 
It's got like low ground clearance because it's a little car. I'm like, this mine is better in some ways still. It's not the new fanciness, but it's just kind of nice. Mm-hmm. God. Freaking car dealerships, man. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Matt's story time. Hey, if you know Shaheen Chevrolet, don't trust those guys to drive around your damn car because they will run into somebody. And before we move on, I will say, side note, Holla at your boys, oh, Mr. Frickin' uh, 10K Beers and Caribou Lou. I did play some Destiny 2 with those guys. Had a lot of nice. fun. Did some strikes. Did a nightfall. So got in there and, you know, tapped on the old Destiny 2 door again. So that was a lot of fun. Just nice. wanted to mention that because that was a, a cool moment in time, actually getting on one night of this whole week and then seeing those guys there and playing with them. And speaking of gaming, because I would have forgotten otherwise, because of my grand story time, one game I've been playing a lot this week is Overwatch. Sorry, but i got to say it. I've been playing some solo and some quick play, having some fantastic games. I got in with some kind of team, and we got like 10 straight wins, and I was just dominating. It was just, it was great. Felt really good. But the other thing I've done this week is I started up Season 1 of Batman the Telltale Game, because we got that free on PS Plus a while ago. And that is a lot of fun. I'll talk about it maybe a little bit more in our uh, What You Play in Third Shift that's going to be coming up at the end of this month. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. And I've been playing it, too, so that'll be a perfect place for us to discuss. Uh, I haven't beaten episode one yet, though, so no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of things that we do together, what do we do on Tuesday? Nothing. Nobody challenges Talented Tuesday art competition, so if you want to do that, you can send us stuff Although Jozo's did send in a cool little tidbit and said, hey, guys, I actually do miss it and would love you guys to do it. Maybe do it like uh, ask the Patreons what they'd like to see done and then once a month or something like that based off what they've asked for. We pick and do a cool Talented Tuesday or something. Yeah, but you know what he didn't do is send in art to challenge us to a Talented Tuesday. He just went, maybe you guys could draw a thing someday. Maybe you guys could draw a thing. It's like, why don't you draw a thing, Jozo's? Exactly, Send it to us. Do you think we're artists? Because we're not. Okay? We're I haven't ever seen you draw an art, can. so if you don't you judge my art when I, right. you have no arts. I did some arts. I've got lots of arts, and I've got pictures to prove them. That's right. <laughs> but, of course, coming up next Tuesday, we've got IG2G episode 26, which you know what that means. That means we've been doing IG2G for a full actual year. Oh, my God. How is it already a year? How? I saw that in the Facebook memories. Maybe it was like a week ago just because of how the schedule balanced out or whatever. But yeah, somebody was like, hey, look, here's when you did your first podcast. And I went, that's the first podcast of the secondary podcast. Oh, my goodness. We've been doing this a long time, man. Veteran status. Oh, we're getting old. It's awesome. I like it. I love it. I love it. Speaking of getting old, we got shift codes for Golden Keys in two old Borderlands games. <laughs> Not only for the pre-sequel, but also for Borderlands 2. They dropped that one today, Thursday, as we're recording this. So go get yourself some loot in some old games. Oh, gosh. Yeah, get them guns. Get them guns and get in some Borderlands because you need to get hyped because Borderlands 3 is coming someday. So play the old ones now. Well, I heard I heard somewhere on the internet that they were going to have a big announcement of the release date and a trailer and a gameplay shebang right on the 10th of June. What, wasn't that a thing? <laughs> yeah, that was totally like real. It was an official leak somewhere on the Reddit verse or some other verse. I don't even know. Don't even care, to be honest. They was like, oh, here's a picture, big reveal, blah, 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 June 10th. 
Except for the fact that somebody and other people, maybe you know the names and like to you know quote them and be respectable to the individuals who found it, Matt. I don't know. It was found out that the picture was the exact same picture from a Dark Souls game. Is that right? But it was for a character that didn't show up in the game. Yeah. I think it was concept art for a masked person, yeah. Exactly. So it was already sh- it was shown that that was just put together by somebody and not real. However, I will say this. In that same post, they talked about uh, different aspects in Borderlands 3, like uh, there's going to be space travel from the different planets using a ship. There will be customizable ships, things like that. Plus, of course, with the release date and some other stuff. And it kind of, even though that image was put together by somebody i still think maybe there's some merit to this because june 10th is right around it's right before e3 Mm -hmm. um in fact i think it's the microsoft there's a microsoft panel of some kind going on that day a big microsoft shindig so maybe it's going to get announced at the big microsoft shindig and if you don't know borderlands started with microsoft true so maybe they're going back to roots and of course as well, June 10th, you know, and this is, I, well, I'm not taking credit for this. I was looking at uh, a morning after kill video and he got it from someone as well. Go to there and check it out. They looked at the different release dates and like the windows from Borderlands 1 to Borderlands 2, Borderlands 2, pre-sequel, you know, that kind of window of yeah. when, it was, when it was announced and then it was released. June 10th would line it up for a March release date which is exactly what's been predicted and talked about, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all kind of being put together here, and it does make some kind of sense, but it's all just hitch hodgepodge, put-together crap. It doesn't mean anything. It was shown that this wasn't an official statement by anybody. So at the end of the day, you take that salt, you stick it in your mouth, and you just drink it and eat it until you can't, breathe anymore because none of it means anything really <laughs> what do i always say dta Eric. don't trust anyone that's right i'll believe anything once i have it in my hands and i have it in that console right there and it boots up and it says borderlands 3 up until that point i don't trust nothing from nobody no way no how i agree <laughs> but i will shoot a congratulatory thumbs up and you the man to the user who i finally just looked up his name blind stark on reddit who broke the the this is a picture from Dark Souls 2 uh, news. So shout out to you guy on Reddit. You're awesome. For figuring that cool little uh, shindig out and making sure it was known that it was not real. But I also do want to state, in case this happens to be a reality in which ship-based traveling around to different worlds and planets mm-hmm. is a big thing, if you go ahead and take a peek back at a previous third shift long time ago in Conjecture Land, we mm-hmm. stated, hey, you know what's probably going to happen or be a great idea is if you go to different planets and you travel between them with a ship or something and mm-hmm. visit all sorts of cool different locales with different characters as the as the hub area and character for that area and place. Hmm, man. I, th- I think I specifically remember saying like you had Loderbot as like Astro Train from the Transformers. You just change into the shuttle and like blast off with you. <laughs> I, sp- I specifically remember us Bricola horning that. With your with our Ricola horns from the mountains of Conjecture Land. I do. I do remember that. So in in the small case that this there's a nugget of truth in this, I just wanna say we're geniuses, Matt. I just wanna say our brains are so large that I got brain matter leaking out my ears because it's amazing. And we just totally called it a long time ago in a land far away. Ha! 
And if we're totally wrong, hey, what's new? It's just conjecture land, man. It's just conjecture land, and nothing's real there. Exactly. I don't even know what comes out of that Ricola horn half the time. I say stuff, mm-hmm. and it just it's like a game of telephone. It just swirls up and spits out something else at the bottom end. Exactly. As many times as I've been shot with those stupid poison darts by them damn cannibals, I don't remember what happens there. Can't <laughs> can't blame me for anything it's said or done. <laughs> just blame it as a cannibal found the Ricola horn on top and shouted out random nonsense. Yep. So speaking of nonsense, who's your favorite nonsensical little robot? It's Claptrap at the 2K store right now, I think running through the first. So in the next couple days, if you buy the Todd McFarlane Claptrap action figure, you'll get yourself an Emperor Claptrap Funko Pop for free. Buy a clap, get a clap. Clap, clap, clap. See Perfect. I love through. it. I was actually tempted because I love the Todd McFarlane series stuff, and mm-hmm. I love Funko Pops, and I do not have the Emperor Claptrap, so I was like, Man, it's two birds, one stone. Ah, dang it. But I got so many stinking toys and action figures already around me right now as I speak that I've got to go buy I've got to go buy some shelving units that I've got to install. And I'm like, that's going to be more shelving units i got to put up. That's going to be more house projects for me. Goodness gracious. So see, me with books, it's you with the Funko Pops. I've seen your little freaking like three rows of them, three deep. Oh, right? yeah. What yeah. you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to get on that bandwagon. I was like, that's a pretty cool deal. And then I turned my head this way, and I went, oh, look, there's four claptraps, and one of them is the Emperor Claptrap. Oh, okay, well, I guess I won't take part in that deal unless I just did it and gave you a claptrap, but I don't give stuff away for free. I was going to say, you've Man. never given anything away for free, so you know, definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> that's actually not true. But Set a precedent. Re- oh, come recently, on, I give the- away nothing for free. <laughs> Uh, keep up the precedent. Come on. So speaking of free, what do we start the show off with? It's the Battleborn free rotation. This Hey-o. week we got... <laughs> this week we got Montana, Eldragon, Galt, Pendles, Oscar, Mike, and Miko. What do you think of the lineup, good sir? Here's what I think, boys and girls. Get your little hands on that wonderful Galt. You know why? Because he has a hook. And you know why? Because he has a shotgun. That's the only reasons you need to know... When you go play golf, hook a man, shotgun a man in the face, have a blast doing it. My recommendation, stay far behind. Try to hook. You're going to fail the hook. You're going to feel miserable. Don't move forward. Don't try anything. Just wait for your hook to come back. Don't even worry about it. The rest of your team should be good enough to hold the fort down unless people are getting in your face. Your only job is to keep hooking those individuals who want to be pesky little mamba-jambas up on the cliff sides, up on the little corners. Your job is to screw them over by hooking them in and letting you and your team devastate them. I'd say play him. Have a blast. He's kind of different from your basic characters, so gives you a different spin on things. I think he's a lot of fun. I have enjoyed the heck out of him. Eh, other than that, eh, pah. The other characters are great, but that's my character of the week, dang it. So what's Matt, Matt's rating of the free rotation this week? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. 18,000 thumbs up because this one has pendles in it. All you got to do is play pendles. Just be a sneaky little snooky snucky snake. Sneaky poo all around. Make trouble for that galt that's in the back lines just going, I just got to throw that thing. Why am I getting hit? I don't understand. Oh my gosh, this is an invisible snake. Oh, he's cutting me. Oh, he's cutting me. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, no. Now he's going to go kill all the rest of my team. Oh, shucks. That's what galt sounds like when a pendles is attacking him. I know because I killed plenty of galts as pendles. Play pendles. Have a blast as pendles. No one will understand how pendles works because people didn't buy them. So there you go. Just kill, 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 kill as pendles. It's the best rotation you could ever have. Pendles. 
Perfect. There you go. You got it. You play Pendles or you play Gall. I love it. Perfect. <laughs> now, before we get too far in, unless you got more Battleborn news, I want to state, Matt, there's a beautiful movie that just came out in the world. Oh, yeah. And it's called <laughs> Ready Player One. We talked about it already, and I still forgot about it. And there's a sneaky snake that's possibly in it. I don't know. You don't know. But Gearbox has officially said, hey, go out there, watch Ready Player One, and see how many Gearbox characters you can find in that movie. And we think maybe we saw the snake, but it was a weird, distant view that could have been anything, really. But we just wanted to believe it was uh, sneaky old Pendles. So we did. So make sure you get out there. If you got a couple extra bucks, you're wanting to get out in town see a movie that could be pretty good, could be bad. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm not claiming either way on it. But it's got a whole bunch of cool video game cameos, characters, and especially Gearbox characters, and a lot of Battleborn characters in it. So it might be worth your time, and if you're a fan of Battleborn or Gearbox in general, eh, can't be can't be that bad, right? Go out there, watch some video game craziness. Absolutely. If you're a fan of pop culture, if you're a fan of CGI, you're probably going to love this movie. And if you're not a fan of any of that stuff... Movies aren't for you anymore, man. You gotta have pop culture and CGI in your movies. This one's got a ton. Should be fun. Go check it out. Now, another cool thing that's popping out this week, it's already popped out already, but Fortnite has the Twitch Prime Pack, and they've added more goodness to it with the Instigator Pickaxe. So if you already claimed your rewards, this one will just, like, swoop and sneak right in there in your game for free. You don't have to do anything else. And if you haven't gotten all your rewards yet, just go get it now, and you get a new pickaxe with it, too. All kinds of good stuff there. Free stuff's always free. If you're not on Amazon Prime, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, we've already mentioned it before. Having that Amazon Prime account is awesome. And then when I saw the uh, Fortnite stuff pop up, I said, well, wonderful, because a few games I've had, a few games I haven't, and any time a game comes up with the free game stuff that I like, well, it's a great day. And if you have it, it's just free because you're already enjoying the Amazon Prime anyway for what it gives you. It's just bonus cake. I like it. Go pick it up. Do yourself a favor. Personal recommendation. Go watch a ghost story for free on Amazon if you got Prime. There you go. Enjoy yourself a fantastic movie, too. <laughs> I'm going to end up watching it, and I'll tell you if I did not like it. You probably won't. So we started talking about Fortnite. We got patch notes. It's patch 3.4, I believe it is. What stood out in the patch notes for you, Eric? Doo-doo-doo. Well, of course you know what stood out for me, Matt. It was that guided missile in the Battle Royale, man. Holy freaking gosh. Take down forts with a more personal touch is how they put it. And I agree wholeheartedly. Stand in the middle of nowhere. Pop this sucker out. Got it right in. Blow everything up. Except for that's not how it's going to happen, Matt. I'm going to stand in the middle of nowhere like an idiot. And I'm Uh going to pull it out. And I'm going to go pew. And then while in the middle of the pew, I'm going to get shot in the head and die. And nothing's going to happen. Now, I will say the one really good thing that I noticed in their little write-up about it is if you are getting shot and you're not 100% dead and there's some kind of indication while you're flying through the rocket, I'm not 100% sure if, if it will, but you can pop out of the guided mode and mm-hmm. it'll just it'll just keep it'll Yeah, it'll keep going the trajectory you had it at, at the last moment, so you can pop out. Yeah, I agree with that, but I'm the type of guy who wants committed to something. I'm committed to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to see it through to the end. Can I survive? Probably not, but I'm going to give it a go anyway. And see, if I ever get this guided missile, I'm going to go full on Shadows of the Empire and just recon the whole map with it. Shoo! There's no enemies here, Matt. I'm just checking all the way around concentric circles. Oh, look, there wasn't anybody here. 
Why am I getting damaged to all the storms on me? Because I was flying around in a stupid missile this whole time. Uh-huh. Oh, crap. <laughs> Perfect. So, what, you know, let's do round robin. What about you? So, for me, a couple of small things in the save the world mode that I thought were needed and interesting. One, your search speed is increased. So, when you're standing there with your hand out trying to get bacon out of that toilet, it's going to go faster. They also increased the ingredient stacks from 99 to 200 and your trap stacks from 20 to 200. That'll free up your backpack space, your inventory space, your storm shield base space. And, you know... I thought that was needed because when I was playing Fortnite pretty heavy, I'd get those little herby things, and I had like six stacks of 99 of those. So I'd just have to, oh, well, it's time to clean out the inventory. Delete, 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 delete. Oh, I got 18 million stacks of this other thing. Delete, delete, delete. So that was necessary. I'm glad they made that little tweak that's going to make your quality of life even better. Also in Save the World... They've got the last part of the Spring It On mission going on right now. Oh, yeah. The Three Husketeers. So if you're interested in popping in there, it's a mini-boss whole escapade going on. you got a special spring-themed Trojan Bunny mission, all sorts of fun stuff. This is going to be it. This is going to be the wrap-up of it. If you haven't gotten there and experienced it, well, hey, get on the last part at least and check it out. Something fun to do. And at the end of the quest line, you get a new legendary constructor. It's... Ms. Bunny Penny, I believe. So you get a cool new <laughs> yes. hero to play with. I love it. No, oh, I love it. I love the. I just love the different characters they come out with. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Looks so good. And then they've also brought the remote explosives from Battle Royale into Save the World mode. I love remote explosives, so playing it in my preferred mode, Save the World, will be a lot of fun. Hey, the waves are going to come in. Well, bloop, 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 bloop. Remote explosives everywhere. Pop, 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 pop. Husks are dead. It'll be fun. I agree. And the last thing I saw, of course, was another one in the Battle Royale was the uh, the Sniper Shootout 2. Yeah. And they added a couple things in, took a few things out. I didn't really get in on this very much, so it was a surprise to me when I saw it, to be honest. Mm. So I'm looking at getting in there and checking this one out since I missed the first one. Yeah, I definitely missed the first one too, but I know we're both not really good snipers. No, so it's really irrelevant, but... Yeah, but it'll be fun to get shot from somebody 500 yards away. Exactly. Well, and I'll just play like I always do and just laugh when, yeah, I'm getting blasted off the map five seconds in. Just running, 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 running. (laughs) That'll kind of be fun in itself, really. Mm -hmm. Are you ready, Matt? I'm ready. All right. Let's go. (laughs) Juke, juke, jive. Remember that show that uh, the crazy man did, Mel Gibson? And then they had it, they said run? And then they shot him in the back with the arrows. It was the oh. Mayan, the Mayan movie. Oh, Apocalypto. Apocalypto, or, yeah. I, see, I was just thinking like Mel Gibson as the guy who was running. And I was like, I don't remember him <laughs> no, getting shot no. with arrows. <laughs> no, he directed it. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I'm thinking of. Me and you will play that game. We'll load in. And that's our only purpose mm-hmm. is we'll just pretend somebody told us to run. And we just start running straight for the center. And we just juke and jive, and the last man standing is the winner. So we do it just a Rick and Stark, and just run and. Oh. Yeah, just run straight. Don't just run don't straight. zigzag. Don't do anything. Just don't run jump. straight. Don't do nothing. Don't jump. Do nothing that would <laughs> you know make it harder to hit you with an arrow. Never. Exactly. Mm. So that sounds like a good time, but not for the reasons why you'd expect it to. I intend yeah. to just troll it and have a good time with it. And hey, that's what I want to do, and I should be allowed to do that. 
hey, you can do it. Just load on in, have yourself a blast. Anything else in the patch notes? Because I think that was pretty much it for me. Uh, for me as well, there was a whole bunch of bug fixes, different cool small things. But as we always tell you, we're not going to tell you every single thing in there. We're just going to give you a couple of the big things, big highlights. If you want to know the rest of it, head on over to Epic Games, hit Fortnite, go to Patch Notes, diddly diddly do, read them on up. And if you're huge into it, you probably already know them all verbatim because you're a psychopath. Absolutely. And speaking of psychopaths, there's plenty of those hanging out in Wellington Wells. Oh, what's that about? Oh, it's the Compulsion Games Weekly Journal. This one was all about houses and the evolution of housing in that game. All kinds of really cool stuff in this. What really stood out to you, dude? All right. Well, a few things were awesome, but since I know you're going to cover probably some of them as well, Mm -hmm. I want to state one part of it that was really cool, and I'm glad they did this. When they were building the houses, they originally had them all put together, you know, just block areas, et cetera, et cetera. And they said, no way. We got to separate these suckers, build alleyways, allow hidey holes for you getting away from the bobbies. Fantastic idea. Smarter than a bucket of rice right there because what would the game been if you had to just constantly run into, like, any active location or go an entire block to get around a corner away from the bobbies? It would have been ridiculous and kind of just stupid to be frank so with them adding these alleyways in and different hidey holes and nooks great idea something something you don't really like wouldn't think about and obviously at first they weren't you know really going hey you know we got to do this and then they went wait a minute the whole purpose of this game getting away from the bobbies da, 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 and it comes in i thought that was awesome i'm so glad to hear it and of course i've seen it before and some of the little gameplay things they've shown but mm. it was cool to hear them talk about how they added it in after seeing it messing with it feeling it out great idea i really like too the progression of how you know we have these like three types of buildings and they're just kind of like blocked together and then oh well we're distinguishing them and then also we're sticking in alleyways and little spaces between buildings they've talked about it before like oh well here's like a little crumbling wall just to kind of break up the procedural generation of just block 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 so to see it physically like with your eyes in different shots of here's the layout of a street i thought it was really it really brought all those things they talked about before back into focus you could really see it with your eyeballs because they showed you on the screen with a picture I enjoyed that as well, but I also like the fact that they did a little research. Actually, had one of their uh, employees go while I think she was vacation. I was thinking it was she, and I think they were vacationing in England anyway. And then while there, was checking the housing out and looking at the lay the layout and how things were you know done. And came back. They went ahead and looked at the different housing back in the '60s and had like the two different styles: the whole Tudor houses from the Shambles, and then the York and the Stone houses from Haworth. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really know what those that means per se. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie and pretend like I'm like, oh yes, <laughs> but they give you an image in the d- two different styles from the Stone House and then the other kind. Mm-hmm. I thought that was neat and how they incorporated how. Some people, it was like a whole shift in the economy and the mindset back then. And so some of the houses are old school with old school interiors, but some of the houses have the old school, but in, you know, all new decorative styles inside. And they, they thought about that, and they've got it in the game. I thought that was really cool to really do the homework on that and pop it in there. That was the thing that really stood out to me in this update is is the whole, like you said, the 
they went back and looked at how things would have looked back then and then worked it into their story of this horrible thing happened. So the outside of these houses are all historical and old school, but inside, and I think it was in the village and then contrasted to the garden, but inside they kind of like pushed history all the way and it's all ultra modern, well, 60s modern, but you know what I mean, clean and minimalist and looks... They had that screenshot of here's the outside and here's the inside, and it looks like nothing you would have ever imagined to be inside that house. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for all the weekly updates they've done recently, or at least in my past memory, they haven't shown a lot of interiors with to that degree of just like modernness and cleanness. So generally, we've been seeing the outside of houses, so that puts me in mind of, you know, a kind of an old style interior so seeing here's what it looks like on the outside here's the super clean super mod super fresh interior it just you could really see the juxtaposition of those two and then with the crumbling houses of just how they express like the loss of history in that area of just here's the old house and then inside it's just crumbling it just ruins and overgrown and it really just put you in that mindset of this used to be something great and now it's just been neglected over such a long time and it visually tells that story like they don't need to say hey something bad happened and this area got neglected you just see it and you feel that history because they've built it with established architecture and such really good visual design i thought that was really incredible i really love that part and speaking of like seeing things and understanding the layout it's something that happens in a lot of games and you don't really notice but when they talk about it, you're like, oh my God, that makes perfect sense, is how they took a lot of time to make sure that your eye was drawn to the houses mm. that were actually, you know, um, interactive. Things yep. that you can actually interact with. They made sure to add certain features where your eye would naturally go to it and you'd say, hey, let's go to this house because they wanted to make sure they added in a lot of other housing to fill up spacing and make it feel like a real environment, you know, based off what would actually be the scenario. Mm-hmm. And it's something you don't really think about when you're playing a game. You're just like da da da. Oh, you know. Oh, I see a shop, and you run towards it, and, and you're passing by six other places. That hey, well, why couldn't you just run up to those? But there's always mm-hmm. that little extra, that little glint in the window, that little added fire lamp at the entrance of a door, the more vibrant coloring to that particular building, whatever it may be. They they talked about how they had to add that in and make sure that when you were looking at things, you knew what you could just immediately walk up to and have a good time with. Yeah, absolutely. And I wish I had looked in more detail at that picture before I read the paragraph underneath it explaining which one was which. But even after you read it and just kind of looked at it on its own, you could see that, yeah, that middle one is probably something you would go to because there's just something about it. I mean, they said they had the little lights by the doors, but even without specifically noticing that, it's like, this is a building I can go to. This other one looks like a shop. This other one even though it's just as well detailed as the other two buildings, there's something about it that just says you can't go into that building. And they referenced, you know, seeing it in other games like Witcher 3, which did the same thing. Like you said, it's something you don't think about when you're playing it, but thinking back on it, there's all the houses or all the storefronts and stuff are all just as detailed all the way through that game and presumably all the way through this game. But you just kind of know which doors you can go into. I've never once in Witcher 3 run up to a door and gone, hey, it didn't open. You just know. And to, to see that they're putting that kind of detail in and they've got that kind of expertise to build those hidden triggers that you don't know, but you do know, and it just works. 
That's just, that's phenomenal. I loved hearing it. I loved seeing it too. Yep. Makes me excited. As I've already said a billion times about this game coming out, because I feel like they're going in all the right directions. And as always, I can't wait to see the next one. For me, that was it this week. I don't know if you've got any more that really kind of perked your interest. No, I think we hit all the big ones, dude. Mm-hmm. Indeed we did. So, yeah, that wraps up old Compulsion Games. I can't wait to see the next one. And unfortunately, of course, it'll be out tomorrow, but we won't be able to talk about it till next week. So it's like, oh, mm. dang it, man. <laughs> Come on, Compulsion. But, Switch it up. Make it like, you know, Wednesdays. So that way we're fresh on it. <laughs> but it's still kind of cool, though, because when we're getting ready for the show, you get to go back through it. Yeah, go back and see it again. Once and go, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, there's this, there's that. Going to pick that out, do, do, do. It is so. kind of nice because it does jog the memory and then also allows me to, you know, as you said, reread it and kind of get anything I might have missed the first time through into my mm-hmm. head. So, and, you know, never mind. I enjoy it. It's fine. It's all fine. So speaking of things you might have missed out on the first time, this isn't the first time we've missed out on a Nerdvana Live episode because they didn't record one. So they might be, they might be returning to their former five-star status. Can I eat them yet, Eric? No, I can't eat them yet. I haven't seen any news on what happened or why I'm they hungry. didn't come. But I'm hungry. They're not gone, Matt. They're still in there kicking and fighting. So hopefully we'll see them next week. Hopefully everything's back up. I'm sure they're just getting busy working on these all these mysterious games they're working on. You sons of guns. Better figure it out. Let's they got to retool their announcement since somebody <laughs> leaked it already, and they got to no, no, it's actually going to be in July. Change it oh, all up. We, change everything. Yeah, up. conspiracy theory. After yeah, after that big old leak that wasn't really a leak, they went nuts because it actually was real. Now they're all scrambling. They didn't have time to do Nirvana because Randy was pooping his pants. Two K screaming. Everyone's going crazy. There it is. Conspiracy Randy's theory. just running down the hallways. Take ship customization out of the game. They heard about it. Take it out. Yep. Rip it out. Not we're not doing it. We're not doing anything these fools say we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. But no, I'm sure they'll be back. I look forward to it. Can't wait. And uh yeah, unfortunately this week nothing to report on that end of the world. Man oh man. So I guess that pretty much wraps up the show on a real downer note. But something we do always look forward to is your guys' feedback. So if you've got any questions for us, any comments, any concerns, if you just want to say hi, if you want to send us some talented Tuesday art joe's o's you can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me you can tweet at us at thirdshiftme and you can find us on facebook under third shift heck yeah and as per usual we do have a wonderful patreon set up where you treat it like a tip jar if you like what you hear like what you did like what we did maybe head on over there throw us a dollar throw us five bucks throw us a hundred bucks anything and everything does help us pay the bills pay keep the lights on all that good stuff if you can't, we totally understand because money is real and life is a struggle. You can also support us by giving us <gasps> Talented Tuesday pictures. Hey, mailbag questions, suggestions for topics, things you want us to talk about, uh, likes, thumbs ups, all those good things. Everything in that regard supports us, makes us feel better, makes us feel motivated. We like it and we appreciate our current patrons. As always, you men and women and boys and girls are fantastic and we thank you. Thank you very much. And, of course, if you've been checking out the Patreon, you know that Danny did update it recently. we got some new tiers and some new goals and stuff. So check those out. Make sure your donations are where you want them to be for the tier that you want to be at. We didn't really shortchange anybody. I mean, everybody's pretty much at the monthly level and the 
free blooper reel level, which, speaking of, I got to get off my butt and actually do some blooper reels. I got like 18 million episodes of bloopers. So look for one of those coming up pretty soon. And look for the next episode, Third Shift, coming up on Friday, the 6th of April. That'll be our very next episode. We'll be all burned out from working quarter end. We'll be sad. We'll be tired. It'll be a grumpy episode. It'll be great. We'll be having a fun time. And you can check that episode out on iTunes, Stitcher, and on Podbean. And as Eric always says, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do. And you know what? It's Easter time. We promised a story, Matt. We promised a story. But I've been thinking, and I'm like, you know what? I want to promote IG2G a little bit. So I'm going to save this one for IG2G. Because I've given them all to Third Shift. I've given all these good stories to Third Shift. And I said, you know what? No. I need you folks that are here on the Third Shift proper to head on over and give it just at least one listen to the IG2G. And you might hear a tale. Hear a tale about some animals. Some crazy animals. I promise. It's going to be fun. You're going to like it. I promise. And there's even a story from Matt coming up. I don't know if he's going to do it tonight or if he's doing it then, but he promised a story. <laughs> I got to do some more research on, on my five-star. Oh, okay. Uh, so Matt might come in a little bit later. All right, yeah. all right. Well, I got well, a story. Well, we, can't, we can't just give all away all of on our On one episode. Stories. That's true. Come You're on. right. We Jeez. can't. Yeah, we got we to gotta stagger them out a little bit. All right, yeah. I, I like this. So catch IG2G, which, as Matt has said, will be coming out pretty darn soon. Or if you didn't say it doesn't matter, I'm saying it. We got an IG2G coming pretty dang soon, so stay tuned for a wonderful iTunes story. And why am I saying all this? Because five stars matter. They matter a lot. Give us the five star. And with that, Matt, I say, (laughs) don't Don't forget forget to say... Shut up and sit down.